the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. What is good, everyone? It's your boy Bam here, being joined by Araceli and Tony. Joseph may pop in, he may not. He's got a busy household at the moment. Um, I believe his daughter's having a sleepover, so we pray for you, Joseph, with all those 10-year-old girls running around the house. We do pray for you. It should be a fun night. Um, before we start getting into this stuff, this episode is called Running on Empty because that's the way it looks like with our players out there at the moment. After such a long early start to the season with a lot of games, it looks like a lot of us are running on empty. Um, first off, Tony, how are you going today? What's going on, you guys? I'm doing all right. Tired. Just hoping for a win. Hoping for, like, just want a week off. Give me two weeks off with the boys just because we need it because they are tired. And that is one of the most, the biggest factor of us losing these last couple of games is not about where we can't finish. Yes, we can't finish. That is a major asset, but also the boys are fatigued and tired, especially with these dumb roles where we can't run, go deep in tournaments. It's a big problem. It is. It is a major problem. Araceli, how are you going tonight? I'm a little indifferent, I guess is the best way to put it. Like, I was doing very well until the U.S.-Mexico match. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was watching along too. It was um, an interesting match, to say the least. Um, I'm glad the ref stopped the game early. They called time. I'm glad he did that. But, uh, yeah, let's just say if you thought LFC has been bad lately. Just go watch that match. That match is something onto itself. Um, we'll get into this last game that we had. Um, it was a very interesting game, to say the least. Um, we'll start off with the lineups, which for me was a really interesting lineup. Um, for LFC, we obviously had McCarthy in goal, Hollingshed, Murillo, Kalini, and Maladona in the defense. In midfield was Duenas that were all quite happy with with that Ilya and Palacios when I saw Palacios is a midfielder I'm like uh okay that's a decision and then up top Vela Bogush and Buke for Houston <coughs> Houston end up having Clark in goal Dorsey Savajenko Mikul and Stairs in defense Quenius Casado Atua and Batsy in the midfield, and in front of them was Herrera and Aluya. What did you guys make of the starting lineup, Araceli? For the starting lineup, there really was no real surprises aside from seeing Palacios in the midfield again, which I think gave us all flashbacks um, to a certain match, let's put it that way. But it's clear and obvious. The boys are gassed. They're very tired. Um, I know it's, it sounds like kind of a cop-out to blame it all on fatigue, but it clearly Dola was trying to do something different. And I mean, at least it was another 4-0 to loss. So, But it, at the end of the day, it was still a, frust- a frustrating match to watch. It definitely was. 
Tony, what did you think of our starting lineup? I called it. Literally called it to maybe a couple of miss mover people moving, but it was the lineup that I pretty much called and I knew this was going to happen because again, fatigue. We're gonna keep repeating this fatigue was a major factor leading up to it. So it was just um it, it's not surprising. Like the the boy the young the youngins have been pushing really well and deserves the start to start um but overall it's from what we got from it not the greatest no it wasn't um did you want to run through the i'm not gonna say highlights but the moments of the game the low lights you mean yeah um easy pretty simple 23rd minute goal by by Mikel. um left foot is shot from the left side of the six yard box at the high center of the goal, following a situational set piece. Um, there was a little miscommunication from what I saw. Uh, McCartney was caught with on the floor and then like, could have just, you know, kind of kicked it away as it was literally in front of me as I'm watching it. And it goes in, of course we did have a offsides call back on us, which was a, um, a nice, pass from Vela to uh, Bogus and another little chip over, but it was called back of all sides. And then, of course, the red card to uh, Opoku that literally looked like he was trying to like will be PG. Pretty much like he was trying to stop himself and he ended up like slamming into another player. Um, overall, the refereeing was horrendous. Yes, it was a horrendous time, but at the end of the day, that doesn't affect the game. The game we play, what we we play, what's in front of us, and we couldn't finish. We people couldn't do anything. We were playing perfect box to box, but we couldn't move the ball forward, and that was the only thing. The only one that could move the ball forward and that was making chances up front was Kilini and making the through pass into the next phase of the attacking attacking part of it but after all that nothing could have been done with it and we end up leaving uh, 1-0 at the end of the day yeah it was i was a bit surprised with obviously this some of the starting lineup bits um the offside the goal that was given offside for us was close um i think our biggest problem at the moment is we're not get shots on target we're shooting but they're just not getting on target they're going row z row double z up in the highlights and all that kind of stuff we just can't seem to be getting enough shots that are giving the keeper something to worry about um for me you look at it the a poker red card yes it was a straight red um i'm pretty sure that after this game, he was he's leaving us to go to the um, Ghana under twenty three anyway. So I suppose it's the right time to get a red card. If anything, um, you miss the ne- next couple of games anyway because the uh, Afcon under twenty three starts next weekend um, with Ghana having a game at eight am Sunday, June twenty fifth uh, for you guys. So they play the Congo then. But for me, it was. It is where it is. It's not the greatest result that we could have had, but it's not the worst either. Um, Araceli, what did you think of the match overall? 
Um, I mean, I definitely agree with you. They, there were chances. They are getting near the goal, but if you're not going to have any shots on target, then how are you going to expect to try to capitalize on those chances? That's where they're definitely very su uh, suffering because I I would have to go back and review it because I know there was a few times where I see I saw Buke take that shot and it went wide past the net, unfortunately. I mean, at the end of the day, I kind of already said it, fatigue is plaguing this team. And again, I, I know that sounds like an excuse, but that's just the unfortunate reality with this squad right now. Um, what needs to happen for the next match? I'm truly not sure. Now that we're missing a few key players, uh, it's going to be a guessing game for sure. 100% was who's missing next game and all that kind of stuff. If we get into a bit later on, it's going to be really, really interesting to see what happens. Um, to everyone that replied to the tweet out there for the three votes for you guys, um, thanks for all that. For all the fans with the three votes, the three stars, um, for one vote we had with Murillo, two votes was Dwayne Yes, and three votes was McCarthy. For me personally, after watching the highlights and watching a bit of the game back to back, um, I'm going to give my one vote to Bogush. I thought he had a fairly decent game. If his run off, offside was just a fraction uh, later, it would have been fine. Two votes, got to give to um, Ilya. I thought he did great in the midfield. And my three votes... I'm going to give to Murillo. He just kept fighting and just didn't want to give up. Tony, who are your top three? Um, Kalini is three, Murillo is one, and Duane is for the fight that he's just been doing. Like, he's improving every game. And I'm just waiting for him to honestly get his goal. Like, him and Ordiz, uh, <coughs> sorry, Ordaz, like, like, it's coming, and it's just like I can't wait for them to finally get that. Yeah, I do have to say, um, with you there, and before I get into that, Araceli, who are your top three for the game? Uh, my top three would have to go to McCarthy, Duenas, and Mario. McCarthy, yes, even though it was a loss, he still had a lot of great saves. Duenas, he's a very dynamic player, and Mario. As you mentioned earlier, he just did not give up. 100%. And I, I will say, although these last few games haven't been the greatest, let, let's be honest, we're in a bit of a slump right now. The whole team is in a bit of a slump. We, we're not doing what we should be doing. But what I do find a silver lining in this is the way that the young kids are playing. Duenas is getting the crack. He's stepping up. He's doing great things. And he's hungry. He's fighting, fighting for it. And... I can see him playing a lot more. So seeing these young kids, Odar's getting a crack this game too. Um, it's really helping all of us as a whole because we're seeing these young kids that would not normally get a crack, having a crack and holding on it, taking it and doing what they can for it. Um, yeah, so for me, it's really good the way it's been going and all that kind of stuff. We'll get into the bit of the fans' reactions now, see what you all think about what's about how it's all happening. Uh, let's see who we got in here. We got Smalls Kenobi in here. Good evening, everyone. No matter what still happens, black and gold till I die. Pretty sure that revenates for most of us in here. Um, Araceli. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I 
lunch special gear. It's okay. We have Vela. According to a lot of fans, he has an amazing season, so no worries. He's all we need, apparently. Look, Vela is still fighting. Seeing what Tony was saying earlier to me, how he he's doing stuff that he hasn't done before, trying to get everyone involved, trying to get us all happening, knowing that we're in a slump. He's trying to help us break out of it. Tony, do you want to take over? Yeah, so pretty much what ended up happening after the game, if you guys didn't stay past it, um, um, Vela did a very un-Vela-esque thing, which is he came to the North End and was rallying us up and like not uh, not doing what we've been seeing over the league of like him talking to the fans of like, yes, I know we messed up, but we can do it moving forward. It was more of him like calling to the troops, calling, saying like, we know we, we're messing up. We know this, but we need you. We're here for you. We understand. And like, you know, and it's just him rallying up, pretty much rallying up the troops to like, we're going to fight this and move forward with it. So it's like I said, it, it may seem like they're not caring anymore or like they're just lost, but they know what's going on and they're trying to right the ship. Which is all that we can really ask for. You know, the players understand that it's not what we want. When was the last time that you guys saw Vela walk over to North End to try and let let the North End know that we know that we're not doing the greatest? I can't remember that happening. So for me, look, we know we have faults. We all know we have problems at the moment, but we can all knock it down. We can get onto this. Uh, Jason's in the mix. Still representing LFC black, forever black and gold. I got Mando in here. Hello all. Um, Jason, agree the boys look exhausted. We need a break, but it won't come for a while. Uh, Mendo again, rather have the slump early in the season, exactly. Have a slump now, later on the season, get back on that roll and get into the playoffs and win the cup again. Um, Daniel's in here, Dolly is fed up. Anyone else hear him get a little short with Scarf and Justin? Read me out the presser. I haven't seen the presser, but I'm definitely going to be looking out for that. Uh, Jason, thanks for the bleeded birthday, which is, yep, yeah, last episode I kept it quiet, but it was my birthday last episode, so it was it was good to do, do have a 300 celebration for that. That was more important. Uh, Mender again, Villa knows how the squad finishes the season, is key to heading into playoffs, exactly. Ox in the mix, uh, Mender again. Should we rejoice for a clean sheet, but 0-0 zero, zero tight Kansas? Um, for me, I want to win in Kansas. That's what I want. I want to win. I want three points. Walk out there with three points. Then again, Ordaz is one of my stars. He looks like he's a grizzled veteran with his ability to draw yellow cards. Yeah, I agree with that. And Wolf's in the mix with a good evening. Hope everything's going well for everyone out there. Um, we'll get back into the comments a bit later on. Let's move in for the next game. Before we get into that, um, club and community news, go do that kind of stuff. Tony, what's happening out there with the club and community news? I'm it. I'm it. <laughs> so pretty much it's the same as usual. Um, farmers for work, farm, farm workers pack back drive that we that we are doing, that Quervos are doing, <coughs> pretty much is just sponsor a, a backpack full of school supplies for children of the farm work is in Oxnard for $30 each. You may also donate school supplies at any Quervo's tailgate or watch party until the until June 24th. Um, 
as well as, of course, the 3252 membership. If you haven't signed up, this is a perfect opportune time. It's just $30. It helps with TIFOs, drums, um, ticket allotment, and then also discount. You also get a, di you personally, when you sign up, also get a discount to HQ, which helps out with, with especially with jerseys. I know it's not that hard to not spend in there sometimes, but especially with us losing, it's a little bit harder with the merch to like kind of give back. Um, but if you can't do that and don't want to spend at HQ, um, we still need to build the Mo Fossil Futsal Court. Um, so whatever you don't spend at the HQ, why don't we donate that money to that so we can get the build so we can get the field in the building process? You just have to go to lafc.com slash mo dash fossio and you know make plan a donation and everything like that. And then of course, um I have to look this up really quick because I had it on here and then it got deleted, so apologies. But crew is doing also a a um, community event um, drop off uh, the, on June seventeenth at the Angry Horse Brewing. It's for the uh, Trans Wellness Center. Um, they're accepting clothing, uh, shoes, and other donations. They would like to receive are new makeup, hygiene, ha uh, hair products, and tools. Uh, tampon tampons pads gender neutral and masculine professional clothing um for clothing they want uh, adult new clothing new undergarment only um no unclean ripped torn or children clothing will be accepted and for shoes and accessories they're looking for adult new dresses new dress shoes heels sneakers or casual shoes and a little bit of accessories so if you're going out there to um, go with crew, um, you're more than welcome to. There are some watch parties. I know crew is having a joint watch party with Pride Republic that day at Angry Brewing, Angry Brewing um, Company. So um, if you're available to go there to that, join that. And of course, donate to their cause as well. Definitely, definitely. And as you know, We'll be on our socials. We'll be spamming out where all the watch parties are. So even if your um, watch party isn't going to be near you, go check out some other ones that are near there. There is plenty of them that are going around. So you can just make sure to go check out a watch party. If you've never been to one, definitely go do it. I highly recommend it. They are fun. You meet some great people. You can relax, talk, talk about the team, talk about other teams around the world, and just go enjoy yourselves. Araceli, how's LAFC 2 going at the moment? Well, LAFC 2 will actually be staying at home for this weekend. Back in Titan Stadium this Sunday, which is also Father's Day. At 5 p.m. Pacific time, they'll be hosting SKC 2. Interesting, we get a double dose of LAFC versus SKC action this weekend. Um... This will be their second meeting against SKC as they lost to them 2-1 to one in Lawrence back on April 9th. SKC 2 is currently sitting in 8th place, and actually just tonight, they won the extra point in the penalty shootout against Tacoma here in Lawrence. So, interesting matchup. And again, if you are unable to make the match, it will be streamed uh, for free on MLSNextPro.com. 
But as always, I highly encourage everyone to at least go check out a match. They are a lot of fun to attend. The energy is already is always so um, enthusiastic. Big shout out to the Empire Boys who always bring the noise every game. We, you know, we love to hear it, especially. And that's the news for LAC two. Exactly, and with Sunday being Father's Day over there, look, take your dad to the game. You know, go out there have a beer with him, have a drink with him, take him to watch some games and just enjoy yourselves, be able to sit there, talk. He might come back with when he used to play back in the day, have a talk about back in the day, all those kinds of stuff. Um, but yeah, definitely go look at that kind of stuff. Go support the young kids because there might be the next Duaneus there. There might be the next Ordees there, next Torres there. You never know. So go support the kids, make sure that they're doing they're doing what they're great. They obviously love to support. And with everyone that goes out there that always has fun, it's definitely a good time out there for sure. Um, moving on to the next. Obviously, it's a black and gold vinyl minute. We know how we like to do this. Tony, I'm throwing it to you again. You came up with an idea just before we went live, so it's all yours. So <clears throat> I went with more of like uh older song that was in the 90s or the early 90s and just making a joke at where kansas city is someone took offense to it but since it's very redneck hillbilly i went with achy breaky heart by billy ray cyrus the fact that you're consistently mistaking us for missouri blows my mind okay i'm just saying Tomato, tomato. You really need to tomato. I'm gonna have to decide with Tony there. You know, if you don't want to be connected to them, change the name of your city to something else. Um, but yeah, no, I'm gonna go with Tony. It's for, for me as an outsider. When I think of America, you got the glitz and glamour of California. You've got New York. You got Florida, and then you've got Western. Just country and western all through the middle there. So the club. for me, I, yep. I've got, I've got to go with Tony on that. Achy Breaky Heart by Molly Cyrus's great dad, Billy Ray Cyrus. You've got to take it. I know yes. you want to say something, Eric Haley. I know you want to say something. I'm just trying to figure out how you make that connection to us. Billy Ray isn't Tennessee. It has absolutely nothing to do with us. I wasn't going for a song. I was just going in a general aspect of the Perfect. whole. The South the... and the Midwest are two completely different regions. My guy. Tomato, it's not California. Tomato. It's not the East Coast. It's that middle bit. It's so. not tomato, tomato. <laughs> tomato, tomato, potato, potato. And ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when Joseph's not here to look after us. <laughs> <laughs> We have yeah, I know there. the one show we need Joseph on because I know he'll speak positively about KC. Well, there's Maybe also Ox in the comments, but he, you know, he's pretty quiet, so yeah. he doesn't even defending you. Actually, he's been very chatty. I, I've been watching it, and yes, he's actually going to be here tomorrow. So See? nice, nice. At least someone's yeah. coming. That is what we like. <laughs> potato, potato. Anywho, continuing <laughs> on. So yeah, let's continue. actually. <laughs> get into an in-depth breakdown from our very sourceful SKC reporter, RSL. Yep. So, and next game, obviously this weekend, we are away to 
Araceli at SKC. Um, Araceli, how has SKC been doing so far this season? I love how you word that. It sounds like if I'm playing against LAFC. Um... We are playing against you. So, yes, we are playing against you. Well, as of right now, it seems that the tables have turned. I will be very blunt about that. At the beginning of the season, SKC was in a a very drastic slump, as we all know, while LAFC was winning. And now LAFC seems to be the slump, while SKC is currently on a four-game winning streak, surprisingly. Ever since we got Alan Polito back, the attack has been, I, I hesitate to say, stronger than ever. But this is a new energy that he has brought to the team. That, that is good. That, that is good. So for the last uh, five games, they've had one loss, one draw, and three wins. Um, the last game, obviously, was a nice 4-1 win over Austin FC, and I do have to say I'll, I do like seeing Austin FC drop points, let alone get smacked around by SKC. Um, for that run of form, you know, they are what they are. Tony, who are the key players for both sides? Um, before I go into key players on both sides, I was going to look at, because I was looking at the tables on this. There's like a three games. There's a pretty much a two-game swing with this because, yes, we are in third. But we're tied with that with Dallas and San Jose. Houston's right behind us with two points. And Kansas City is actually two wins away from tying us at the moment. And remember, we still have a game in hand. So even if we do kind of win um, and be tied in first, we can drop down to maybe the bottom of like barely making the playoffs. But, of course, um, looking at the key players for Kansas City as RSLA did say one, which was what's his name again? Sorry, I know you have his name on lock talked. Alan Polito. Adam Polito, yes. Alan. Um, with four goals, and then you also have Saoui. Daniel Saloui. Saloui, okay. Saloui with four goals as well. And also Kenya. Or kinda. I want to say kinda because that's how it looks like, but it's kinda. I want to say kinda. You're not the only one. Okay. Is that a joke over there in SKC? Kinda. Yeah. Kind of shows oh, up, yeah. kind of doesn't show up, kind of thing. Is that a joke over Basically, there? Basically, yeah. Okay. His name is Gotti Kinda. And that's kind of the running joke is, oh, that was kind of awesome. So you're right. right on the nose on that one. That's what I thought with, uh, <laughs> Two goals, uh, also Russell, our very notorious nemesis, uh, with two goals as well. Um, we also have to watch out for um, Tommy. You guys have some weird names because it looks like Tommy um, with four assists. Tommy, <laughs> how do you say it, Araceli? Do you say Eric Tommy? Yeah. 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 Tommy. Okay. But it's just like a weird last name. I'm just gonna say that right now. Just having fun with you this. can you can never trust someone with two first names. Exactly. Anywho, he has four assists, so he's pretty much helping out SKC again. SKC has been in a very bad start of the beginning of the season, as you can tell with RSLE during the whole first part of the season in the pod when we talk about SKC. 
but now they're on they're on the form that SKC is um, that they always are. They're always always in the playoffs, always there, and always a, also a uh, a handful towards us, especially in uh, in Kansas City, where either we do really well in there or we do really bad there. So those are my players to watch for them. For us, of course. I would say Opoku, but Opoku is not going to be playing because A, red card, and B, gone. Um, Bella, uh, Buwanga, not going to be there. So it's going to probably be the uh, uh, Bogus and Buick. Yeah, I do agree with that. I think the, uh, the starting for us, the top three would have to be those ones. But going by the head-to-head form, um, LAFC has five wins. SKC has four wins and there's one draw from the 10 matches. Uh, the times that we have lost to SKC, it's been a 2-0 loss, 2-1 loss, um, 2-1 loss, and that's really it. The times we've beaten them, you know, we've done a 3-1, a 4-0, a 4-1, and a nice little 5-1 back in July in 2019. So... That was a way to SKC. So hopefully we can get back to those forms and give SKC a nice little drubbing over there with who we will be playing with. Now, as for the players that are available or not available, um, out for LAFC, what's listed at the moment, which I know is or, or so far is wrong, is you've got Palencia and Max Capo out. Aaron Long is still listed as being out. I don't know why, since he played last match. And you got Acosta and Tillman down as uh, possibilities. And obviously, we know we're missing Sifu, Bawanga, and Opoku. Opoku for the red card slash international duties. Sifu and Bawanga out in international duties. For SKC, now, Araceli, you can confirm if these ones are true. You got Tim Molina out, Conte Ford out, Logan Ndembe out. Graham Zussi out, Willie Agada out, uh, Marino's Zonis out for international duty, uh, Fontes is questionable, Pierre is questionable, Rosero is questionable, and Johnny Russell is questionable. Are they all right for your sources? Um, as far as I can tell, yes, that is all correct because I'm actually looking at the re- the medical report from the previous match that they just played against with uh Texas and I or with Austin, and I do see that as well. You know, Timilia is out, he's gonna be out for three to four months due to an injury, another injury, <laughs> um, court. Uh, Courtney Ford has been out all season and will continue to be out all season. I'm surprised to see Johnny Russell has been upgraded to questionable because he has been kind of on a day-to-day basis over here. And I know when Russell plays, he's definitely a thorn in LEFC side. But if he is out, they're going to rely very heavily on Polito. Definitely, definitely. Now, I will say... As an LAFC fan, I hate playing against Johnny Russell. Before Johnny Russell went to SKC, I was a massive fan of him as he played for my team in Scotland. So I do like to see him play well and do well when he's not playing against S- 
playing against LAFC. So if he's out, I'm going to be so happy with this because, as you said, he's a massive thorn in our side. He always seems to get under our defensive skin, always scores goals against us, and it's just one of those players that no matter what, will always do what he can to hurt us. Now, as for the starting 11 for this game, this is where it's going to get really interesting due to players of ours missing, due to injuries, red cards. Tony? Arsene, who do you think the starting lineup is going to be for SKC? Um, for sporting, I definitely see it being Saloui, Polito, and Tizoni's up top because those have been the main three for Vermees. And I know we kind of go back and forth with this, but trust me, I'm still Vermees out over here. Um, <laughs> it can't it can't be Tizoni because he's out on international duties. Oh, that's right. Oh, goodness. Hmm. Well, we are having some question marks over here. Then I see Shelton taking his place then. My bad. Um, in the midfield, I, I honestly see it being the similar lineup with Walter, Tommy, maybe Rodia. Um, see the back, Castaninos, Baudere, Leboy, Davis. And McIntosh in goal because Pulse Camp just played tonight for SKC 2. But you could still back up and come up and play this next game. It's goal, possible, so. but McIntosh has been um, holding it down in the back line or in goal for a few games now. Yeah. Now I just saw that um, there's only actually going to play playing for Cyprus for the qualifying tournament for the Euro 2024. So congratulations to him being selected for Cyprus. Um, means he won't be scoring goals against us. Hopefully he'll be scoring goals against whoever he, Cyprus ends up playing. For LAFC's lineup this week, obviously we're all in agreement with McCarthy and goal. Or would you bring someone else in at the moment? Everyone's saying no I would to that. Keep McCarth- I would keep McCarthy in goal. There's, there's no way until there's no question. If Max was healthy, then maybe you put into question that you bring him in. Um, excuse me for that little verb in my mouth. Um, but at the moment, it's McCarthy. Um, I love Djokovic, but I'm sorry, it's season and that's, that's his thing yeah. for right now. Um, unless McCarthy needs a rest, that's the only other way I can see it. Um, we do have a bigger game coming up with Seattle, but we have to focus on this one at the moment and then move on forward with Seattle. Definitely agree with you there. So, obviously, McCarthy goals. Um, I'm going back line, going to go Murillo and Maldonado in the center backs. I don't think Kalini's going to be starting this one. He played 70 minutes last game. We're going to go Hollingshead and Palacios out in the wings, out in the on left back, right back for the defense. Araceli, what do you think? What are your thoughts on the defense? I agree with you. I, I do see Mario and uh, Madalano in the back, that, that pairing. Hollingshead, he's like I said in the last off. 
in the last episode, he seems to be that safety net for Dolo, so he will get to start. Palacios, I see it, but I'm a little unsure about it. Tony, who's in your defense? No, I'm for in the middle. I have to say Murillo and Molondado. Um, just because Murillo is the if it's not Kalini, it's him. He's really stepped up his game as the leader in that of hundred percent. Um, on the wings, Palacio has to be the go-to guy. He's the only one performing offensively for us. The on the defensively and on offensively, he's actually performing for us pretty well. I'm not saying 100% well, like going game busters, but he's consistent enough to where he gets results on the right wing. Ooh, um, gains just to throw something out there, just because there's still Hollingshead did play a lot last game. Um, need some rest. Yeah, so I would say maybe gangs and throw it off and play him maybe a little bit out of position. Could you see Long getting a start? You know, he came on for the last 30 minutes. Could you see him getting a start this game? I think he's a day-by-day kind of thing, more of like he may start and he may not moving forward just because of the head injury. I know it doesn't – I know it's not that crazy. It's like a little – as it's like a, as much as the stitches go pretty far in his head, we we still have a long season. Like I said, um, as we always remember, for some reason our team goes through the dog days of summer very badly. Every season, it doesn't matter if we're on a winning season or a bad season. The summer is always the hardest for us. So I could honestly see us. Resting him and getting ready for the cup that nobody wants to play, but it's a cup that we need to win is League Cup. League's yeah, cup. I do. Yep, I do see that. As for the midfield, um, obviously, to me, Ilya gets Ilya starts, Dwayne starts. I'm hoping one of either Tillman or Acosta is healthy enough to start. If not, it has to be Christos Domo start in the mid. I think you guys would have to agree with that. If Tillman or Acosta ain't healthy enough, then Christos Domo has to start in the, in the midfield. Tony, would you agree with that? Who is your three? Who are you choosing? Oh, obviously, Ilya is starting. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Yates is starting. And the only other healthy one is in the midfield is Chris Stormos, or if Tillman or Acosta is healthy enough to start start them. Um why not? I would I agree with you, Sanchez of course, because SKC um hometown kid, as I put in air quotes, he's not really a hometown kid, but he's like loving uh beloved there in SKC will start. Um, Dwayne is, of course, because he's earned the start. He's been putting in the potential and everything like that. Um, the one I would actually, I would bring back the same lineup that we had where we had, uh, if I remember right, Buke on the, on the right in the last game. 
And so I would do that for the midfield. Put Puke in midfield on the right hand side. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Araceli, who's your midfield? Um, for sure, a hundred percent, Ilya. You have to. He's coming back to KC. Is still a lot of love here for him. Um, Dolo would be crazy not to start him. <laughs> um, I would like to see Duenas get to start again. He that kid has a lot of fight in him, and I think he definitely deserves it. And I, I would like to see Acosta or Tillman healthy to give Tillman the start. But if they're not for some reason, I, I would say Chris Estoma as well. Yeah, at, at the moment, I think with the firepower we're missing up top, we do have to bring in Chris Estoma's in the middle because up top, I've got to go with the starting three from last game, Vela, Bogus, and Buke up top because Noah Poku, no Bawanga, that's what you have to do. You've got to do that up top. May bring in orders in the 60th minute, but for me, up top, it's Bogus, Buke, and Vela. Tony? Um, Vela, Bogus, and Ordaz, and a sub in for Torres. For Ordaz, that's mine. Go for So you're saying just let the kids play, send the kids out. Do what they can. Well, at this point, they're not even kids anymore. Like, yes, uh, age-wise, they are kids, but they've been showing that the level of playing time that they get and the way they play against the the seniors on all the other MLS teams, they can go toe-to-toe with them, you know what I mean? They have the stride. That, yes, their touches and their finishing is not on par just yet compared to them, but they can to get out with the best of them and no disrespect to SKC, but this is a good opportunity to show what they can do against a, a good mid team, mid level team at the moment. Who's on the rise. Yeah, true. And you also get two is now is a perfect time to experiment. As you would say, you know, it's not as though we're into the, must win or out out of the playoffs, must win or we don't make the playoffs, all that kind of stuff. Now, for me, it's one of the perfect times to go, okay, we're hurt. we got players left on international duties. Here's your chance. Do a McCarthy. Grab your spot and keep your spot. Araceli, who's your top three? I hesitate to say Vela because I want him to rest. He he desperately needs to rest, but I know what KC wants to watch. So I expect uh, Vela, Bogus, and I say give our dads the start. He's, he's, he's earned it in my book. Buke, yes, he is a good player, but based on what I saw yesterday, although he got the chances, he still struggles to finish. So I say give our dads a start and bring Buke in as a sub. Tony, what are you talking? No, 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 I was going. I thought you were going to say something before I asked. Oh, oh no, I was just gonna. I was just gonna go on you. It's just like we're not really experimenting at this point. Like we're just trying to fill in the the holes that we need for rest. That's all it is. So it's not experimenting. If it was experimenting, it'd be this is their first second game. We've gone past that. So 
Yeah. I think experiments is like now gone. Now, if it was the other uh, LAC two kids, then I would kind of say, yeah, but we don't know who they might be bringing. That's not going to be staying home. You know what I mean? Cause we could sure. like, as Araceli says, like LA, the MLS pr- next pro kids can come in and out like full uh like like a flow like a river either way depending on what the team needs no yep, absolutely yep, and it can even go both ways with the first team going down to the secondary team just tonight as a good example with skc2 more than half of the roster where it was the first team so i i do see it happening for lafc at some point so, so what you're saying is that for today's game, we should have hoped for a few red. Would, would a red card in the next pro mean they can't play for the MLS team? I don't think it carries over. I would have to double check that rule to be honest. Because for me, I don't see how. I can see how they will be allowed to play, but at the same time, I can see how they should not be allowed to play if they've just copped a red card, then get to go play the top, and then missing the next game after that. Um, but, yeah, no, it's going to be interesting, especially what the lineups are going to be. And we don't know, obviously, who will be on the plane until they fly out and all that kind of stuff. But it'll be really interesting to see how it goes. We'll get back in to see what um, some of you guys are saying at the moment. Uh, where are we? Uh I am enjoying this episode. It is quite good, especially when we can get away from Joseph. We have some fun. This is just kind of this episode is just all over the place. I do apologize for that, but this is why we need Joseph. This is the main reason why we need Joseph here. This is how we start the first episode to four hundred. Yep. Chaos. <laughs> episode three. Exactly. Like, exactly like the team is in chaos. We start the show. In chaos. What's the complaint? Um, Ox saying the only reason why he goes to KC is to LA to see LAFC, so you don't go to see Araceli. That's disappointing, Ox. You know, Araceli is is a friend of all of us, so you know. Um Ox also saying that Tony's getting Araceli in trouble with a fellow KC fan such supporters. Yeah, we, we we all like to do that. Um Mendo coming with damn at least a poker gets a week's rest. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure he's on a plane right now because he's got the under 23 AFCON games going on. Daniel coming with LFC versus SKC is the Ox Araceli Derby. I, I I do like that. What are your thoughts on that, Araceli? I couldn't stop laughing when I saw it come in. It, it is a good name. Um Daniel again. Achy Break Your Heart, I thought that was a Black Army theme song considering you played it at every tailgate. It's a good song. Right? You, you can't hate on the Achy Break Your Heart. No, it's we don't play Achy Break Your Heart. The one we play is the Mexican version, the one that everyone knows that you have to go on the dance floor and dance to that one. That's the one that <laughs> Daniel's talking about. Not Billy Ray Cyrus's song. Yes, Billy Ray Cyrus' song, but not his actual, actual song. Fair enough. Um, I just say that when I'm oh, next time I get over there, I will end up be teaching the Black Army 
and any other supporter groups in there a a dance to Tina Turner's Nutbush City. There actually is a dance to that, and I will be teaching everyone, and we'll be, we will get it going. Okay. Anywho, cool. moving forward. Uh, next moving time. forward. Ox would like to see Ordez have some playtime. I think we all do. Um, got some real potential. David Day coming in. Pulsic to LAC before or after the 2026 World Cup. Um, for me, neither at the moment. He he does well in international stage, but that's about it. Tony? Where is he originally from? Pennsylvania, right? He's a Pennsylvania kid, right? Yeah, he's from Pittsburgh, I think. So probably, most likely, New England. I would probably say he would go around. Who else? Yeah, I, New England and 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 Pulsic, it makes more sense for anything. I don't think he would. He doesn't seem like a California kid, unfortunately, or California anything. He's East Coast, New England East Coast. So yeah, yeah. But also look at it too is yes, he's a good player when he's playing for the U.S. men's national team, but he doesn't really do much on club level even when he does get a chance, because although he doesn't get much of a chance to me, I just don't see it really happening there. Club level. He does. All right. It's just the, it's just the way he, they use him the way they use him. Chelsea is not the way he's being used to the fullest. Uh, maybe in a different system, he could probably get played better, but I know in the system for Chelsea, he does well. He, he performs, but <clears throat> just the way he's been used there is not the greatest. Yeah, uh, Richard in here sat on the section where Tony leads the thirty fifty two last night. You did a great job. Were you sitting in the north end? You don't sit in the north end. You don't sit in the north end. He was just saying he was just not sat as in like he was there in the north. Not he was not sitting. But thank you. I try my best. There's still a lot more improvement, <laughs> and I'll still improve even if I get it down. Hey, it, it's it's one of the things where. You're, no matter how good you are, you're always trying to better yourself, especially in that section. You know, I, I've seen the hard work Tony puts in and all the rest of the capos put in, and it is a hard job, especially including the drummers. It's a hard job. So to all the drummers, all the capos, much respect to them. You know, they don't get to watch most of the game. They're backs it to it, but definitely keep up the great work and richard thanks for giving tony a shout out on here it's great to see that we got daniel here again uh what about buke or there's vel up top bogus in the middle i think we all agreed that would be an interesting one i wouldn't be against it it's it is what it is now, anything coming here we need a striker we do need another striker but the problem is how do we pay for the striker what type of striker do we get? Is it a DP? Okay, who do we get rid of as a DP? There's a lot of things to go through. And in JT, we trust. That's the best way to put it. David coming here, $500 to $12,000 tickets for LFC versus Messi. We should really consider moving the game to the Coliseum or SoFi. I say no. Um, I'd rather have people have to pay that and have a bumping 
bank then having to pay that and have a half field so far and Coliseum where you're so far away from the pitch is not funny. Tony, what are your thoughts? So, one, you're taking away money from our stadium, which is we're still trying to pay off so that can go through it, which I understand. Going to SoFi, I understand and gets more people in. The only problem is, is I don't know if their their grass is just yet done because I know they have to get everything set up for the World Cup and get that situated. And we don't know what Messi's rule is going to be on turf because most players when they've come over here um, have said they've had a no turf rule where they won't play on turf. Kimini is one of them. He will not play on turf. So he'll show up to the game, but he won't play on it. And so you're going to hopefully this Kilini, big player, 100%, not the magnitude of Messi. So this may hopefully change the perspective of getting them to see Messi on a grass field in places that don't, usually don't get grass. Because if he doesn't play, if he does a no, no turf rule, then that those cities will be moving around. But if, if, if they move to SoFi, the only thing that gets lost is the atmosphere of the bank of everything the situation the closeness the 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 uh, close proximity to everybody the like more of a arousing of the atmosphere i love sofi i loved it when we had it there it was just a very crazy spectacle so um I would do the Coliseum. I just saw your comment on that. Unfortunately, we can't. Um, USC is back in football season, so the Coliseum will be used at during that time. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure the Coliseum has a game the next day after Messi's there or the day before, so the ground just won't be useful enough. But for me, look, if I'm not a fan of selling tickets to someone else for a lot more money, especially if they are an LAFC fan. You know, if they're an LAFC fan, don't overcharge them. If they're an Argentina fan, don't sell them North End tickets. Uh, That's the main thing because, again, no outside jerseys in the North End. Just none of that. Um, Don't care who it is. Just no outside that. If if they're an Argentina fan and they want to come watch Messi, they can sit on the side. They can sit north end, go top. Don't care. Just no Argentina tops in the north end. And because I know Tony, that game, I'm going to feel for everyone trying to police that. That's going to be hell. No, we we have to police that. Like I understand, like inter, like in club club level jerseys is a no go in the north end. <coughs> International jerseys is okay, as long as there's no. Chicharito, you know, the players who were playing. So nothing like that. Um, on that day, though, I kind of don't want the Argentinian jersey. Out of, no disrespect to them because of that, because I just don't want, if it happens, to have just a corner of the North End be the baby blue of Argentina because of Messi. No, I, I agree completely. Like, don't get me wrong. Messi's great. He scored against Australia this morning or last night for me um, within the first two minutes. But 
this is LAFC's home. We want to make sure that the North End stays LAFC. LAFC. That's the big thing. I don't want it to be taken over by a section of Argentina supporters, especially in that area where it's the fortress. That's just me personally. And that's that's the way that I see it. So that seems like to be all the reactions coming from you guys. Again, thank you all for all those reactions. We do appreciate it. Um, this is going to be a quite short episode because, you know, Joseph's not here to keep us on track. So we're just jumping around all over the place. So it's, it's going to be a nice one so you can listen to on the drive in to work tomorrow and all that kind of stuff. Going into this, I do have to mention one thing. I did see a little, and again, check your sources. I saw a rumor that got circulated yesterday about the former LAFC player, Arthur Wester. The person that's tweeted has less than a thousand followers, all that kind of stuff. So to me, it's not going to be much of it, but it is a straight swap of um, Rosetto from Atlanta for Artwester in Palmeiras. Did you guys hear about that rumor that came out? <laughs> Again, the person that did it, there was a, there was a, has a thousand followers on Twitter. So check your sources. To me, it's not a, a, a reliable source. I can't see it happening because I can see it as a step backwards for Artwester. And I'm pretty sure you guys would agree with that at the moment. It'd be a step backwards, especially when he's been out injured for a while too. I was going to kind of question it a little bit because I haven't seen that rumor. Then again, there's always like a million rumors every day when it comes to LEFC players. But yeah, I I don't see it as a possibility. But if there's a <coughs> the truth to it, yeah, that'd be kind of a step back for him. All right, so moving on to that, we'll get on to everyone's final thoughts. It is, as I said, a nice short one today. So, Tony, start with you. Final thoughts? Final thoughts of the game um, was shout out to everyone in the North End for last night, going as hard as you can, even while we were losing. Um, that's what I like to see. It doesn't matter how long we're down, we go harder and louder. So, thank you for being faithful and continuing what we want to continue with that in the north end also want to give a quick shout out to craig who is visiting from and i don't want to say because i think there's two different places i want to say and then I'm, i don't want to butcher it but um he's visiting on on vacation from europe and i think to uh Q Cardi for for getting him down. I'm sorry I couldn't hang out with you. I had to do supportive stuff and other stuff, but it was nice chatting with you. And I hope to see you. I know you're coming to Seattle, so I hope to see you there again. Um, also, and the last thing is just make sure you check up on your friends. Make sure they're okay. Have some fun. We're gonna continue this with all that. And also with watch parties, drink responsibly and make sure you get you have a ride home or an Uber on your app or Lyft. Thank you very much for that. Araceli, final thoughts? 
Um, my final thoughts are, is I'm wishing everybody a very safe weekend, whether if you go to a watch party, if you go to the LAC2 game, or just whatever activities you decide to do to celebrate Father's Day. Um, as for me, we already know I will be at the game on Saturday, so definitely keep an eye out on our socials. I will try to do my best to go live, talk to the players, and I'm just really looking forward to it. I'm very excited. We definitely have a lot set up. Can't really share too many details, but we, we got a lot of good uh, content coming up. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> that's perfect. For me, for my final thoughts, um, everybody that's going to SKC, say hi to Araceli for us. Have fun. Be safe. Everyone going to watch parties. Go enjoy yourselves. If you haven't caught up with a friend for a while and you're going to watch party, tell them to come along. Go catch up with your friends at the watch parties. Go have fun. You know, remember, as I always keep saying, a phone call can save a life. It can help everyone out and all that kind of stuff. Also, this weekend, you know, if, you, if you're not sure what to do and all that kind of stuff, on this weekend, you got the international games too. So you got Gabon versus the DR Congo, which will be at... 11 a.m. on the 18th for you guys in LA and for everyone and got Ecuador playing Bolivia at 6 p.m. on the 17th. That's, that's tomorrow night for everyone in LA. So if you get a chance, watch those games, go support our LAC players on international duty. And you'll know how we like to finish an episode. Araceli, I'll start with you. Stay golden. Tony. Stay golden, Los Angeles. And from me to all of you, on behalf of Joseph, stay golden. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.